What's up, faders, and welcome you to yet another show of Got Faded Japan. I'm your host, Tom Tom Tokyo. And again, Johnny's back in the States. He'll be back next week. But this time we have a special guest. Hi, my name is Sean, and uh, I'm visiting from uh, Vancouver, Canada. So uh, just came to visit my buddy Tom and hang out in Tokyo and see what's going on. Hell yeah, dude. You've only been here a couple days. We've already had uh, some pretty interesting experiences going out and drinking and doing this and that. Oh, we saw some interesting things, especially yes. in Akiba. Yeah, I was going to say, say Akiba. Yeah, but we will get to that later. But uh, yes, welcome once again to Got Faded Japan. And as you fine faders know, this is a show about two dudes booze, Japan and the news. And this is episode 343. And real quick, I would like to announce we are counting down to our special episode of 350. So, what we're doing is we're taking open questions. Whatever you want to ask us, as dumb as you want, as personal as you want, our life experiences, experiences about Japan, you know, shit about Japan, whatever. If you ever wanted to ask, to ask us a question, then this is your chance. And, and, also... Anybody who asks us a question, you we will put your name in a raffle, and we are giving out ten different items to three lucky people. Nice. Our, yeah, we've got some good stuff. Uh, what do we put in so far? I put in some of the, some of the cigarettes. Nice. DJ Mix. The latte ones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we got a that, that was uh, last last show. We put we put in a bunch of stuff so far, man. And actually, this I'm gonna donate some stuff. Hold on, forgot to get them out, but I'm gonna donate some stuff. All right, what I you got there? Stash. Can you find them? Oh, right here. What you got there, big guy? Oh, nice. Classy and assy. Classy and assy. So what do, what do you got there? Please do, please describe what you see. And actually, I think I got a few more of those. Hold on. It looks like I see some uh, some photos of some strippers that were uh, taken recently. Yeah, not recently, but yeah. At some point. At some point. Probably a while ago. Nice, and I see you're in there. Yeah, probably won't send that one out, but <laughs> a little bit incriminating. But oh yeah, got some more. Fucking nice, right? Oh, you got a whole stash. Yeah, dude. Nice. Yeah, so we got uh, yeah pictures of strippers. How oh, fucking nice. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, that one's that one kind of fucked up. I love the, oh, this one. I love the Japanese pornography laws. You can't uh, <laughs> you can't look at it yeah. in a magazine, but hey, you can take your own fucking photo. Exactly. <laughs> fucking real, real fucking intelligent, right, guys? Great move. Yeah. Great move. So we're gonna we're gonna put these in there. Nice. Uh, I know I know you're fucking staring at that one. Yeah, hey, those are gifts that keep on giving, buddy. Yeah, she's fucking completely spread eagle, eagled and open. Nice. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> I just laugh at their pornography laws. I know. <laughs> I know. Fucking ridiculous, right? And my favorite is they blur out the pussy, but they show the asshole. That's okay. Yeah, the asshole, or they they can show like uh, I don't know a chick with a load all over her face or something. Bukaki. Yeah, they can they can show Bukaki pictures, but not like you know, and no genitalia because that would be you know wrong, immoral, or wrong, or whatever you want to call it. Or sorry, indecent. I think the laws say. Oh yes, well, because yeah. those are decent, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're pretty decent actually, but. Oh, they're, oh, they're fucking more. Oh, they're fucking more than decent. <laughs> they're a different kind of decent. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that's uh, that's going into the box, and we've got uh, what what else have we put in there? We've got uh, t-shirts and whatnot, and some other and some other goodies, candy cigarettes we put in as well. Nice. Yeah, so we got a bunch of stuff. 
So it should be good. should be interesting to see who wins. And yeah. Nice. So once again, to, to enter this, all you have to do is uh, send us questions. Hit us up on the Facebook page. You can either post or mail us directly. Either or. And I've been compiling a list. So yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> so now, get to, time to get down to brass tacks. We're going with the pick of the week. So, shiny boy, what do you see here? Oh, you got Aunt Sally Lagunitas. Nice. Yeah. From uh, California. A real, that's a unique, dry, hopped, sweet, tart, sour uh, mash ale. Sounds pretty uh, pretty tempting there. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, that girl on the cover, this uh, little cute little Latina number, she looks like a bit of a tart. Yeah. Nice. All right, so yeah, let's uh, pop this bad boy open. Yeah, fucking, I, I like Lagunitas, man. Like, you're, you're familiar with these. Oh, yeah, yeah, we get them yeah. back home. They're uh, they're imports for us but back in Canada, but they're fucking good beers, man. I almost took out your eye there, buddy. Yeah, well, you, you didn't see it. Last time I popped one of these bad boys open, this got so much force when you pop the cap off, it, like, shot to the ceiling. Nice. Literally. It was just, I was like, what the fuck? It's not yeah. champagne, though. Yeah, this, this time I almost took my eye out. Yeah, um, I think that's the only time in life I can say where, I can never say where I shot to the ceiling. <laughs> All right, cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Let's uh, pour these bad boys over. No, 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 dude, I'm sharing this with you. Oh, actually, you know what, just take the bottle. Oh, I don't know. Oh, never mind. That's all right, that's all right. Okay, here, that's about half, yeah. All right, that works. All right, so what, what do you see for color here? That's a, a nice uh, golden uh, amber ale. Yeah, golden amber, good stuff, right? I'll say. Yeah, so smell it a little bit. Ooh, nice and hoppy. That is hoppy. I love hop. And this is uh, 5.7%, and it's Aunt Sally's from Lagunitas. Yeah. Yeah, I recently discovered this beer, and they're fucking fantastic. They are, they are. I like the, uh, the, the when it comes to winter, when they have the winter ales, Yeah. they're 12%, and they'll knock you on your ass. Oh, really? And so that sounds like my kind of fucking And beer. it's triple IPA, so it's fucking triple hot. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, that's hardcore, man. Sounds good. That sounds like my kind of fucking beer. Yeah. If yeah. I see some around, I'll have to grab you some. Yeah, dude. Well, I know uh, John, Johnny already called me. He said like uh, he said he got some of this and various other like microbreweries around Detroit. So nice. So back with some good stuff. So, Woo. all right. It's got a little kick to it. Ooh. Ooh, very sharp flavor. It's unique, just like the bottle states. Yeah. So it's kind of like a bit of a sweet and sour taste. Yeah, 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 yeah. I noticed that. Mm, Interesting. Very, yeah, very sweet and sour and... Uh, mm. Tastes like Aunt Sally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Aunt Sally. Good old Aunt Sally. <laughs> what a tasty treat that tart is. Okay, you know what tastes... kind of tastes like shoe high. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, maybe like a... I don't know. Let's just have another taste. What flavor is shoe high? I want to say, like, almost a cherry shoe-high. It's kind of citrusy. Citrusy? Yeah, citrusy. Yeah, it's very sweet and sour. Yeah, shoe-high for uh, our listeners that don't know. It's, how do you say, like, Japanese wine coolers, basically? Shoe-high, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, what they do is they'll take, like, whatever juice or whatever in the mix, uh, mix it in with shochu, which is, like, I don't know, Japanese vodka, kind of. It's more like a cooler, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's more, yeah, it's more like a wine cooler is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but they usually, uh, they can be anywhere from, the really girly ones are only like 2 or 3%. Generally standard, they're about 5%. But some of them, the strong ones, are 9%, and they'll fucking knock you on your ass. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. 
those will knock you on your ass. Not not just because they're nine percent, because like you can't really taste the alcohol very much, and they just they go down so smooth. It's easy to get trash. Yeah, it's just like drinking uh, liquid candy. Pretty much, yeah, man. I mean, I've, I've, I've had some experiences where I've gone to the park where I've gotten, like, maybe, like, you know, three or four, you know, the tall boys, and just, like, I just said, decide, okay, I'm going to have this, like, one, like, strong shoe high as a topper at the end of the day, and I always, I always have a bad experience because I wound up getting fucked up. I noticed I don't get a hangover as much with the chew high because of the clear, because they're usually clear, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't think you do. No, uh, no. But you know what? I ain't going to be drinking fucking bitch beer all night, so... Bitch beer all night? <laughs> You're going to drink a real beer like a real man? Fucking A. Yeah. Well, shoe highs are good. I mean, yeah, they're nice to do once in a while, but yeah. Oh, the uh, pineapple ones that came out last year. Ooh, ooh uh, I think a couple years ago, they had, I think it was two years ago, they had a frozen pineapple. You get them in those, one of the, like, jelly packs. Oh, yeah, It was yeah. all frozen. They were, they were, on a hot summer day, they were fucking fantastic. I like the grapefruit ones and the lime ones. I'm not a fan of grapefruit. Lime's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've had a Sakura before as well for Sakura season. Nice. God yeah. damn, that's a weird tasting beer. Yeah, it's interesting. But Lagunitas, La I don't know. I've only had a couple of their beers, but so far they don't really disappoint. No, they don't. Nice. Our Aunt Sally is a tart, dry hopped ale brewed she's in the very bizarre, tarty. Bizarre, in a bizarre she's very world. hopped. Yeah, she's hopped up, all right. She's hopped up. Hopped up on hops. Hopped up on hops. I guess that's a good way to be. Yeah, hell yeah. So, I'm glad that uh, Japan finally got the uh, the the craft beer, because when I used to live here about ten years ago, mm. it was just rice beer, which was fucking gross. Oh, you're talking about uh, what is it, hopple shoe? Yeah. Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. Rice is beer is supposed to be made with barley, hops, and water. Mm. That's it. Not not fermented rice and all this other well, weird it's, shit. It's, it's, it's just crap. That's all the shit they have left over after they brew beer. So, yeah, it's not that great. Yeah. yeah but, but hey, man, if you're drinking on a budget and you want to get drunk, that's that's a cheaper way to do it. Yeah, you get a six-pack for, what, 800 yen? Something like that. It's cheap. Yeah. Hard alcohol here is cheap. Yeah, that's also true. Actually, the, probably the cheapest way to get drunk, which I, I don't recommend that, is to get, <clears throat> get those big old cartons of sake. Oh, yeah. For like 20 bucks for four liters? Mm. Oh, yeah. I'll fuck yeah, your ass yeah, up. Yeah, you, you, you and a couple friends, like, you know, split that up. Like, oh, but I don't recommend it, man, because I've had some of the worst fucking hangovers from that shit. Like, oh, we're yeah. talking hangovers that'll make you wish you were dead. Oh, I had my Australian buddy, Jeff. I bought a, one of those uh, four liter bottles of, of rye, yeah. Japanese Santori rye. Uh -huh. And he came over one night and he got so fucked up. I had to take him, I had to carry him to the train station like in a full Nelson really carry him on the whole fucking train for 40 minutes to uh, 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 uh where, where the fuck he was living in uh, in Chiba and then or no sorry Saitama and then I had to take him to his wife and I had to carry him the whole fucking time because he couldn't even walk Jesus dude that's bad oh it was brutal dude mm. that night I learned never buy those fucking things again oh, Jesus they're nothing but trouble Another cheap way to get drunk, there's just uh, cartons of wine. They got a Don Quixote. They got actually pretty good wine for only like a thousand yen. It's like a liter. Oh, yeah. 10%. Yeah. 10%. Me, me and Johnny actually did a show with that where we just like, we went halvesies on one of those and bought it. And we, we, we said never again because we were both incoherently fucked up. Like, we both barely remember doing the show. <laughs> so it, did, it didn't. We had fun from what I remember, but it didn't make for very good content. So he said no more of that. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get down to you, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I used to live in Japan. I uh, 
lived here for uh, lived for a couple of years, and I moved back home to Vancouver, and then uh, I got a good job at a nuclear particle accelerator, and so that's what I do now. Damn, so you're like a smart person. No, just a uh, person that knows enough to uh, get by, I suppose. Ooh, it's nuclear power seller. I don't think too many people can say that. No, no. So, isn't, isn't that like a project with CERN? Yeah, it's like CERN. It's the world's largest cyclotron. <laughs> so basically, uh, we'd run experiments, kind of like CERN, mm -hmm. and uh, we they do particle smashing to do to see what kind of uh, ex exotic... Uh, like atoms and nuclei come out of the uh, experiment and then they record all that data. Mm. So my job is basically running all the servers that run the, the cyclotron and then storing all the data and managing it all. So I'm a, I'm a system administrator. Yeah, so you're basically the, you're the IT guy. Well, for, for the controls group, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there, we have like another IT group for like the, for the actual like uh, site, mm. but they don't touch what I do and I don't touch what they do. Okay. So I, I'm more of a specialized thing. So, yeah. So I got three weeks off and uh, decided to come out here to party it up and have yeah. a good time. Yeah, and you used to live here, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, Japan's quite familiar for me. So, you know, yeah, I could yeah. get around Tokyo, fair, uh, uh, you know, quite easily. How, how many years did you live here? Uh, about three. Yeah. That was yeah. about ten years ago. So yeah. things have changed, but not really. Yeah, yes and no, like, uh, maybe maybe some shops have kind of come and gone, but it's still the same place, right? Well, the only thing I've been disappointed about is some of the arcades have disappeared. Yeah, that's, that's a pisser, man. Yeah, because fucking, that's one of the main reasons why I love Japan. Yeah, the fucking arcades, man. Yeah, 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 man, they have the greatest arcades, but, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Mm. But now they got VR, you know, they have, like I was telling you, they have that VR <coughs> down in Shibuya. Yeah, I want to check that out, man, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's eight, it's uh, 3,000 yen for 80 minutes, and then they have ones like you're walking on a, tra like a, like a, what do you call it, uh, you know, like a, one of those wires, you know, like a tight wire, mm -hmm. and apparently it's like between two big buildings, mm -hmm. and like over, like, and you look down, and you're like, oh my god, it's like supposed to be New York or something like that. Really? Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and they actually have a beam that you walk along, and they hold, and they have like two strings that hold you up, so it actually feels like you're walking on it really? while, while you're in VR. That looks, that looks pretty dope, man. I want to check that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should go check that out. Yeah, well, maybe not today, because I'm a little bit busy, but yeah, man, like when you get, because uh, you're traveling a little bit with your wife and kid. Yeah. Like, yeah, when you get back, yeah, we'll do some crazy shit. Actually, sure. we've already done some pretty crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> about the last couple of days. We saw some interesting things in the Akiba. Let's, uh, let's, let's break it down. So you got in here and we hung out on, what was it? Was it Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. It was Wednesday. We hung out. We went to fucking, we went bar hop. We went to Tatsuichi for old time's sake. Yeah. Then we, um, then we motored on down to, uh, what was it? The Hub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we met our new Japanese buddies that were all over us. Yeah, dude. All them fucking leeches. You, you don't normally get this, but every once in a while you get like a Japanese person. They just attach themselves to you like a leech, and they just want a free English lesson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. buddy, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know so what? Teach you some Japanese, and I'll teach you some J in J in yeah. English. Oh, fucking no. Yeah, but the two college kids, man, they were fucking lame, dude. Oh, I'm going to travel abroad. It's like, dude, you're fucking lame. Nobody wants to talk to you. <laughs> I, 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 I love seeing them strike out with those two hotties sitting, sitting next to us. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was fucking hilarious. It was like, because they, they talked a big game. Like, they, they said they were good with girls, and I was like, all right, let's see what you got. <laughs> got, got, got shot down in under a minute. Yeah, and then the girls left shortly after that. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah, great, great job. Yeah, I know. It's surprising it's that one girl that's that fucking nice rack and that uh, low-cut V-neck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Those are nice. Those are nice. I was greatly appreciating sitting next to those. 
She looked like a lovely girl. Yeah, she did. She made a nice pair. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Had I been single, I would have been all over that, but I'm not, so... Yeah, and I'm married, so... Yeah, well, I'm almost married, so yeah. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, kind of congratulations. Good job. Cheers. Cheers, man. Okay, so yeah, that was that, and then... <laughs> what was it? Last night. Yeah, last night. We <laughs> were... I had to go to work, but I was like, dude, let's meet at Akiba, because my, my workstation's only like a couple stops down. Yeah. Like, let's hang out in Akiba, because I know this man's all over fucking Akiba. Hey, that's where it's at. You know, Akiba slang for Akihabara. Yeah. So, want to talk about what we did? Yeah, so I said, Tom, hey, uh, I know this little store that uh, sells used panties. Tom's like, yeah, really? I've been here for a long time. I haven't seen that shit. All right. No, I've, no, I've, I've definitely seen it before. But, but not like, the vending machine. Not the vending machine, we fucking found it, dude. You know those vending machines I always fucking talk about? We fucking of? found it. I fucking found one. I've been here for 14 goddamn fucking years and I've never seen one. I thought it was like a myth or some bullshit. You damn right I thought it was too. Yeah. A thousand yen. <laughs> fucking thousand yen. Ten bucks and you can get used panties. That's awesome. You know? Fucking gotta love Japan, right? Yeah. I always thought that was a fucking myth though because I keep hearing about that shit. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. But nope. They have it. We have pictures, too. Yeah, we got pictures, so we'll post those up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Like, did it, did you get a picture of the girl or just, like, the panties? Oh, I got the picture of the whole thing. The no, pan- no, I'm, I'm talking, like, uh, we, obviously we wouldn't fucking buy any of this shit, but, like, did you get, like, did, did the, how do you say, the panties come with a picture or not? I think it did, yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. Because that seemed to be, like, the trend that, because they had the other used panty section there yeah. <laughs> with all the fucking girls in the... And the panties together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of some of them even had like a fucking DVD of her getting fucked, and the panties, and a picture. Yeah, and a signed picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't but know. I think the cheapest long- cheapest one was eighteen hundred yen, so eighteen bucks. It's like, yeah, I don't know about all this shit, man. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I don't think the uh, wife and the girlfriend would appreciate you uh, oh, or, or me taking home a pair of fucking yeah. some used pants. Just fucking jerk off into you. God, what is fucking wrong with this country? They're fucking weird fucking fetish with underwear. Like, God. What about the, the your uh, what you're telling me about the news? The uh, that, that... Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the news later. But oh, 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 oh yeah, that's coming. Oh yeah, that's that's a fucked we, up shit too. Because yeah, we can't go a fucking more than a week without fucked up shit like that happening. <laughs> Yeah, Japan, the land of the fucked up shit is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'll tell you one thing about this country. It's not boring. No, it's never fucking boring. It's a pretty interesting place. Yeah. May you live in interesting times, as they say. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, what else did we do? Did that, played some arcade. Went and, uh, went and checked out that cool bar last night that you're telling me, the 90s bar. Oh, yeah, the 90s bar. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. Oh, you showed me, uh, what was it, Potato? Oh, Super Potato, Super yeah. Super Potato, it's got, like, all these old, obscure video games. Yeah, and they're, like, fucking right. video games for, like, two grand there. Brand new and sealed. Remember the Biohazard? Yeah. Fuck, who the hell would pay two grand for a sealed video game? Yeah, it's, like, completely sealed, never fucked with. Yeah. yeah. And that's 2,000 US, by the way. Yeah. That's some, a lot of fucking, fucking money. crazy, yeah. Old, old, obscure systems. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of shit, man. I was just like, Whoa. oh, that that place is super famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So if you're into like retro gaming, then best get your ass down there. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm I'm a I'm a collector of retro video games. So every time I come to Japan, I go right to Super Potato. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. And then we then yeah. Then after that, I took you back to Nakamegoro. I went to Baja Tacos. Oh, I love Baja. Baja Tacos, all organic. You know, good stuff. Oh yeah. Those tacos are the shit. Yeah, they are the fucking shit. And then, see, yeah, I showed you that, that other place, that microbrewery place on the way. Oh, yeah, that had an espresso there. That was good espresso, good, too. Good espresso, good, good microbrewery beer. And then we went to the 90s bar. 
We yeah. Over in the 90s bar. Ah, uh, we saw some of Tom's buddies there and uh, hung out there. And we're listening a little sad note, though, that I'm just going to mention that uh, we were talking about Chris Cornell and listening to Soundgarden, and unfortunately, uh, he passed away today. But uh, it's just weird, the timing of that. Because I haven't talked about thought of Soundgarden for a long time, and all of a sudden, we're talking about it. And Yeah. We're, ta- we're talking about like a lot of different stuff, like you know, 90s bands and what you like, yeah. and different kind of types of music. Um, was it Mel and I forgot the other guy's name like Mel I know but like the other guy's name like I forgot but yeah it was quite enthusiastic and quite knowledgeable about you know some of that shit the 90s were the, where the music's at man it was good it was a good era man I, I like that fucking place though because you go in there and saw these fucking like 90s posters of like action movies and like, yeah, this yeah. memorabilia you know guys always got like Quentin Tarantino movies playing yeah you had good music and it was chilled man yeah it was I like a dope ass place and good beer man yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can. I can never remember the fucking name of that place. It's, it's a bar around the corner. that's a '90s bar. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That's one thing I like about Japan is that you can walk around the corner. And there's one weird bar, and you walk around another corner. And there's another interesting bar, and then yeah. another weird, another shop, and. Yeah. Remember that uh, ping pong place in Nakamegro? Oh, care? that place that I didn't believe you about. Yeah, that place is fucking nuts. So, so, so this motherfucker took me to like. The ping pong, but what he says is the ping pong bar, and he's like, "Dude, one of my friends took me to this place. It's the most awesome place ever." So we walk into an apartment complex. I'm like, "Dude, this is an apartment complex." Like, "No, no, no, it's a fucking bar. There's a bar." Here. <laughs> I'm like, "No, dude, we're in somebody's fucking apartment." He's like, "No, no, no, just, just try, just try." So I fucking I ring the bell, and like I speak in Japanese. I go, "Hi, there's three of us. We'd like to come in to you know ping pong bar, blah blah blah." And sorry, can't. And I'm just like, see, it's bullshit. It's somebody's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a week later, we got drunk again. Same thing. I was going to go to the ping pong bar. we got to go to the ping pong bar. And by, by the way, he doesn't speak Japanese, so I'm the one that has to fucking talk our way in there. Yeah. And then, so, try it. Same thing again. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, this is fucking bullshit. This is some fucking bullshit. It's not true. And a week later, same thing happens, third time. I'm like, all right, dude, I'll try it, but this is the last fucking time we're doing this. I'm not fucking going back here again. So what did I say to you? I was like, wait, who's the, who's the, what is the name of the guy that brought you there originally? Oh, Michael. Michael, yeah. yeah. And I go, bing, hi, this is Michael. Uh, Me and two friends are outside. You know, we'd like to come in. Oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So then they fucking let us in. And, like, I felt a little bit bad because the owner's out there, like, you know, because, like, you know, sitting there ready for Mike, waiting for Michael. And I was like, oh, sorry, dude. Like, (laughs) this is the third time we've come here and you wouldn't listen. Like, I had to find a way to get in. Sorry about that. He's like, oh, okay. That place is fucking pimp, eh? It was fucking pimp. So we go in there and, like, there's, like, how how many, like, half a dozen ping pong tables setting up? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, a huge, huge place. That fake fireplace. Yeah, and they had a fucking bar where the kitchen was. Yeah, huge ass bar. It was uh, it was all, all brand new too. Like, you could walk in there, you could smell like how do you say like freshly cut pine wood. Yeah, it was all hardwood floors and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was it was super nice, awesome. super nice, immaculately, spotlessly clean. Now we're the only foreigners in there, and all the Japanese people, a lot of young college age kids, and they yeah. were just all pissed drunk. It's just fucked up that they have a fucking bar in the middle of a, an apartment. Yeah, didn't 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 one of those co- one of the tables like some college girls like got down to their underwear or something? No, I don't remember. Uh, I, I think they did. I think a couple. I think I think there was one table like, for whatever reason, it was a group of girls and they stripped down. They had like either bikinis or their bra and panties, and they were just getting fucking loaded. I was like, damn. Yeah, party was, time! Man, it was fucking party hardy hard, man. That's when we were single. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, you were single. I wasn't single at the time, unfortunately. I was uh, a crazy belly dancer. Remember. 
No, that's when I worked at GABA, so that was that was before you would have dated her. Mm-mm, dude, dude, like, I was... Cause basically, the entire time I've known you, I've been with her. Or, sorry, I, I, when you were in Japan, anyway. Because I've I known you before I, before I went uh, backpacking across Asia. Yeah, and, but and like, that's I, was, when, I was with her, dude. I was with her for, like, three years. Really? Yeah. Huh. Maybe maybe when you came back from backpacking, maybe I broke... I don't, I don't remember, but, like, I don't know. So I remember that's when you used to have all the big parties at your fucking house. Mm. When when you used to were allowed to. That's yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, the sucker house that I got kicked out of. Well, I was never allowed to. I just did them. <laughs> Those parties were fucking insane. I remember the first party was like twelve people. Yeah. Next party is like yeah, double that twenty four. Yeah. Party third party is like a hundred people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the first I think the first time was maybe like twelve people. It was just like friends who were hanging out. Yeah. And then, like, then I had, then the next time it was, like, 20 people, and I was like, fuck, man, I'm, I'm, I'm stocking the fridge up, and I'm cooking for people, I'm losing money every time. Why don't I just charge, like, a thousand yen just to break even, and charge, and, like, no one's gonna have a problem with that, right? So I, ch- I charged a fucking thousand yen, made, made money once, and light bulb in my head went, ding! Yeah, so it started, make, yeah, started, started making more and more, it got amped up and crazier and crazier and crazier. Yeah, it was cheaper to hang out and party at your house than to go to a fucking bar. Yeah, man. And better company. Yeah, 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 that's a lot of cool shit. Yeah, well, it got to the point where we were having DJs. I was I was hiring people to be staff at the door. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got fucking crazy. And then Sakura House got wind of that. They didn't like that one bit. I, I guess I could say it because the statute of limitations have run out on that little bad boy because that was a long time ago. But yeah, they tried they tried to pin it all on me. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they kept they kept coming back to me. Never again, Sakura House, eh? Yeah. You're probably banned for life there. No, I am banned for life. I, that was part of the agreement that I, I I signed that I would never ever set foot in Sakura House again. <laughs> if I did, it would be considered criminal trespassing. I remember that's my first place in in Japan was a Sakura House too. Yeah, the shit. Eh, it's all right, but no, the company's shit. They're a bunch of shit fucks. Yeah, I was paying seven hundred bucks a month for fucking in the middle of Kamari, which is like an hour from Shibuya, mm. and there's butt fuck nowhere. Mm. It's all right, but I wouldn't call that a good time. No, the fucking place that was next door to Womb was a good time. Yeah, well, you you were hooked up. Yeah, dude, I was fucking hooked up. Not not only that, like a lot of times, like I was in good with all the staff. So if somebody showed up without an ID and I was having a party, the staff would just tell them, "Yeah, just go down to this fucking party. They're not checking IDs." Nice. Yeah, so I got the fucking hook up. I'm trying to think of what that was. Yeah, well, what the fuck else? Oh, the the last big one we threw, we had like I don't know, 140, 150 people, and the place wasn't that big. It was packed, jam packed, wall to fucking wall. Was that the Halloween one that I fell and smashed my face in? Uh, <laughs> no. Actually, the, the the one the one where you fell and smashed your face it wasn't didn't get super crazy. I don't think. I mean, it was just well. There were yeah, a lot of that hot... was a crazy night, man. Oh, yeah, because a bunch of those chicks were in really skimpy outfits. And that was the chick with the dog and your 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 mate there. Oh yeah, so <laughs> Fido, the amazing butt looking dog. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I can't tell that story again because I I told it like I don't know maybe I don't know a couple months ago. So no no repeats on the stories. Yeah, but that, yeah, that was good. <laughs> It was funny because I, I told that story and then uh, I had a guest. We had a guest come on. He wouldn't shut up about this story. I'm like, yeah, I know it was a pretty good story. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, the fucking Halloween where you fell and smashed your face. That got really nuts because like bunch of fucking chicks. We had at least thirty or forty chicks come over and they really fucking skimpy outfits too. No, I was fucking trashed. Yeah, night. and what happened was like a bunch. Of, well, they a lot of them got over there early, so like they basically all walked in. They, wa- they all walked into my room. They just used it as a changing room, so it was like a good like two or three hours. I couldn't go into my room because chicks were changing. You couldn't or wouldn't? 
<laughs> oh, I'm a gentleman like that. Come on, dude. That's not cool. You just don't fucking burst in on chicks when they're changing. I know. Besides the uh, girl I was with, like at the time, I don't think she would have appreciated that. Not not only that, like most most of these chicks were friends anyway. I'm gonna I'm gonna respect certain boundaries. I mean, it's okay to joke about, but no, I didn't do that. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. I was a gentleman. And you are. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, this is some good times. Oh, what do I want to say? That the the last the last big fucking party we had like 140, 150 people. I don't I don't I don't think you were around at this time. I think maybe you were traveling. So. I went back and forth, and like Sakurao's tried to get me to leave, so like they sent me an eviction notice. Oh, I remember they sent you a few of them, didn't they? Yeah, they sent me a few. They sent me an eviction notice, and I talked to a lawyer and said, no, they can't do that. Well, you know, it's like, how do you say, attorney-client uh, attorney privilege, so what's going on here, so I can tell them the truth. I'm like, well, can they prove it? I was like, there's no way. There's, there's no way they'll have any proof. It's basically hearsay and circumstantial because maybe maybe one or two people at the place that didn't like me ratted me out, but everybody else would have backed me. Yeah. So it's our word against theirs. So they knew I was doing it, but they couldn't prove it. So yeah, it's not like you have fucking flyers posted around Shibuya. Yeah, so, hey, so, come to so we, party. So we did all that. So anyway, so we had this big fucking party, and like I got an eviction notice, like about the parties and everything. So I literally hung it up. Oh, right I remember you telling middle, me that. Yeah, yeah. Right in the fucking middle, and like everybody's looking at me, going, "Dude," I was like, "Fuck it, I don't care." I wound up moving out a couple months after that. But, uh, that's good. That's good. Oh, they, oh, that. And another thing is they beg. They pretty much begged me to leave because like, they, they even showed up. Another thing that is they even showed up with this big fucking heavy dude. Oh, I remember that. Tried, to, in, tried that. to intimidate me. He got it all up in my face because like this is uh, the manager, some little twerpy guy. And he, and he told he got, him like to fuck off, didn't he? Yeah, I told him to fuck off because he got. He's like, this ain't America, man. You can't do this. You gotta leave. He spoke like really good English. He's, he's well bigger than me. I was like. You know what? Fuck off. I know my rights. I talked to a lawyer. You ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, the guy got, got all up in my face, and I'm just like, this is not working, dude. All right, dude, you're from Tokyo. I'm from Chicago. I'm from a much fucking harder city. I was like, go ahead, take a shot, man. You ain't gonna fucking intimidate me, but, like, you know, if the cops do get called, you guys are in my fucking room harassing me. And they threw so the I, first hit. Yeah, so... I'm fucking more than, you know, more than justified to defend myself, so fucking take your shot, buddy. Yeah. He didn't like that, but he, he still kept posturing, like, aggressive and getting up in my face, and I'm just like... Ah, he's just like a fucking all bark, no bite. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, all right. See, that's, an, that's one thing I noticed with the Japanese. Like, you know, if they try to get aggressive with you, you just say, no. And then they'll just back off, usually. They, yeah, or you, you get aggressive right back. It's like, you want to fucking go, and it's all of a sudden, sumo-san, sumo-san, sumo-san. Yeah, they do that. They do. I just say the Bowie thing, where they they they, they bow. They say Sumi ascend. They take a couple steps back and they bow again. Say Sumi ascend. They keep retreating like that. It's happened a lot, dude. I never I never had a problem with the Japanese trying to uh, fight with me at all. Yeah, I actually never. Had... A scary motherfucker. Well, I used to be big. Now I'm uh, now I'm like 160 fucking pounds. Oh really? Damn. Well, I lost dude. all that weight. Damn, dude. Well, I'm 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 sitting here. I'm about what two ten now. Yeah, you're also a lot taller than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so all that happened, and then finally they, they came to me. The only reason I left that place is they, they came to me, and they ba they basically practically begged me to leave, and the guy's just, guy just at the end of me said, look, he goes, we'll give you a month's rent back, and a, and you're positive back, no qu questions asked, just please fucking leave. And I go, I want two months. He's like, I can't do that. I was like, all right, I'll stay. <laughs> and, the, and the guy came back the next day, he's like, two months, two months, two months, please, I have the, guy, I have the agreement ready. Please sign. Yeah, well, you want fucking compensation and find a new place, right? Yeah. Well, what I wound up doing is I wound up moving in with a crazy belly dancer, which is ill-advised. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, yeah, that didn't suit me well. But yeah, life's a bitch, man. Life's a bitch sometimes. Yeah, well, it is what it is, my friend. Anything else crazy you want to talk about? Crazy. Any crazy stories. I don't know. I know you've had quite a few. Um, I'm just trying to think of some. I'm going on the Shinkansen trip. That'll be kind of crazy. Uh, that'll be cool. That's with your wife and kid. You're not going to get stupid on that, I wouldn't think. No, but I haven't been up north before, and in the in the in my Japanese kind of sucks. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Well, that's that's why your wife's going to pull double duty as interpreter. No, she doesn't like doing that. Oh really? No, oh, that'd be fucking fun. Yeah, she. Well, she, just you know, you know what she do is she just fucking cause a ruckus, man. No, yeah, I go over real well. Yeah. <laughs> cause cause a bit of a ruckus when put her in a situation where he, she has to interpret for you. <laughs> you know what? She, she'll that, fucking love that, right? Yeah, you know what's fucked up? My my kid's four years old and speaks a hell of a lot better Japanese than I do. Yeah, which is kind of sad because. Yeah. Are you sure it's your kid? No, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Where, like where, where'd the brains come from on that one? Ha 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 ha. Actually, I'm, I'm wondering because, like, neither you nor your wife are very bright, so I'm wondering the brains came from... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Look where I work, asshole. I'm just giving you fucking shit. I know. I, I, knew, I, I knew I'd get a fucking rise out of you when I said that, though. You're just, like, busting my balls. Just busting your balls. But, yeah, I'm uh, having a good time in Japan and fucking glad to hang out with my good buddy Tom. Yeah, yeah, things are good, man. So, I think on that note, we can move on to the news. All right. What's in the news today? Or this week? What's in the news? Uh, all right. Let's do this one. You want to read this one? Sure. Man held for setting two police officers on fire in Okinawa. Okay. All right. The man in Okinawa was arrested Wednesday on suspicion of setting two police officers on fire. Apparently with gasoline. That's fucking hardcore, right? <laughs> well, how the fuck do you dose them and... In gasoline. I know, no shit. It's like it's not like anyone's gonna stand there and like, oh yeah, uh, hey man, uh, that gasoline you missed a little bit of a spot over here, right on my head. Yeah, like like what are they fucking? What is he just spray him? Leaving one of them badly injured. Police said, this the seriously injured police officer suffered face burns, while the other officer sustained uh, light burns on both arms. The police said the suspect was identified as uh, Yoshi. Uh, here, you you say his name because I can't pronounce that. Um, Yoshihide Taira. Okay, thank you. Because I certainly can't read that. The incident occurred... Let's, let's just call him Firebug. Fire. Firebug. <laughs> Fucking nut job. The incident occurred at the apartment of uh, Yurama, Okinawa Prefecture in the afternoon when the police officers visited the suspect as part of an investigation. The suspect allegedly poured the liquid on them before setting it on fire. Well, no shit. Of course you have to pour the liquid on them before setting it on I don't fire. Know, man. Maybe he had a flamethrower. Maybe he just did it the old-fashioned way. He just walked in and was like, You'll never take me alive! Whoosh. You know what my guess is? It's probably that it's not gasoline. It's probably like a lighter fluid. Like, mm. like a, you know, like a, you for Zippo? Mm. And you just like spray it on someone. Throw a match or something. I don't know. Either that or that, uh, it could be kerosene. Yeah. Ker kerosene's cheaply available because, you know, they got those old kerosene heaters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Japan, do they have those, like, the, uh, you know, like, you know, what do you call them? The gas containers? And when you run out of, when you run out of gas, the little, uh... Oh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Gas container? Because uh, I've never seen they? them. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen them. Do they? I'm not sure. Yeah, because you I'm actually not sure. Yeah, because I've never seen them around. Something like... I've never seen them. I mean, they didn't have them. Well, dude, look at it like, you know, the, the panty machines that we heard about. Like, I never, we never seen those. And, yeah, like, true I keep that. hearing about them until we saw one. Yeah, I got a picture. I got to, I got to, we got to post that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked up, dude. I don't know how the fuck the, and the cops just, like, took it. Yeah. All right. 
Yeah, two cops are going to have wrestled this guy down or something. Or, or, I don't know. Did, did he ambush him or something? I'll tell you what one thing. What's going on? If this was America, some guy sprayed liquid on you, you get shot real quick. Like. Yep. Which, then again, you think about it, that, that could have still set a cop on fire because, like, you know, the spark from the Yeah, 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 yeah. True. Actually, yeah. If you, if you just got doused in gasoline, you might want to be not want to be operating firearms. Or a taser. Yeah. Oh, a taser. That set it off, too, wouldn't it? Yeah, because yeah. of the spark. Yeah. Baton, man. Baton, yeah. Baton to the head. I'll, I'll. Yeah, you can just imagine that. Yeah, fucking baton comes out. Zoop. Gonna have to handle this the old-fashioned way. Yeah, but... Just like my grandpappy used to do. Yeah, the cops... Drunken don't... old Irish McGee. Well, fucking Chicago back in the, in the, in the what, early 1900s, they had the fucking cop squad that would fucking beat the piss out of you mm. if you were fucking looked at them wrong. yeah. That was, yeah, that was a different time, though. Like, what was it? Like, uh, Potato Blight, where all the uh, Irish came over. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And they're just like, suddenly America got a lot safer, because what is it? Like, a lot of the cities, they used to say that an Irish cop on every street, you know, fucking Irishman came up, drunken Irishman came over, and, and America went, okay, you're either going to be a policeman or a firefighter. Take your pick. That's, that's, those are the only career options. Yeah, yeah. Which is perfect for a drunken Irishman. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, man. Speaking of which, I think I'm going to crack into this Guinness. Speaking of Irish, that's a good segue. Yeah, speaking of the Irish, you make good beer. I love your Guinness. True that. It's a meal in a can. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm. Okay, so that's the story. What's going on? Yeah, that's the end of that one. All right. Next one. Mia cops nab Yakuza and theft of 400 luxury cars. Holy shit, that is fucking hardcore. 400. Nice. They got all the fucking nice little ring going on there. <coughs> Two gang members are among nine persons prosecuted over the theft of hundreds of luxury automobiles. Police revealed on Thursday, reports GG Press. Between March of 2014 and January of this year... Hiraru Seiko, a 31-year-old executive of a gang affiliated with the Yamaguchi Gumi. Yo Sakai, a 36-year-old member of the uh, gang under Kobe Yamaguchi Gumi. Holy shit, those guys are fucking rivals. That's fucking weird. What are they fucking rival gangs or buddy buddies? Well, did you hear that Yamaguchi Gumi was by far the, the biggest y Yakuza group in all of Japan? Yeah. But then they split, and they've got now they've got the Yamaguchi Gumi and the group that split off from the Kobe Yamaguchi Gumi. They've been getting pretty bloody, huh? We, we've been covered like it's. This happened maybe like a year or two ago. Fuck, they're young too. Thirty, what, thirty-one? Yeah. You said. Yeah, but well, th this happened like a year or two ago. But they've been fucking going at it. We're talking like hardcore. Like they've been. Do they've they've had actual drive-bys in Japan. They, oh, like, really? Where, where, yeah, where they're fucking plowing trucks into like uh, how do you say shops where they you know where they know the guys will be. Yeah. Fucking pipe, you know, lobbing pipe bombs at each other. It's been getting hardcore. So, yeah, that's why the, the police are really cracking down on this shit. But, like, yeah, that was, they, yeah, they got a little bit bloody. Not in Tokyo so much, but it's like. Yeah, Kobe area, right? Yeah, so, so basically. Yeah, what, what's considered. Yeah, it's what's con basically considered disputed territory. So, like, the countryside between Tokyo and Osaka, it's kind of disputed. That's where it's been getting rough. From my understanding is that the, the Yakuza owns a port, or control, wants to control the ports. So they can mm -hmm. have the flow, control the flow of what's going in and out. Yeah, that would be a smart move if you're a mafioso. Yeah, if you want to get rid of 400 fucking cars, yeah. put them on a fucking boat and away you go. Yeah. 
Okay, 36-year-old, okay, and six other male and female persons, aged between 26 and 48, allegedly stole 400 luxury vehicles from 10 administrative districts all across the nation, including Mie Prefecture and Tokyo. I wonder how they steal them, because I would assume that they have, like, in North America, they have automatic cutoff switches. Yep. So, do they not have that here? No, of course they do. Like, it's really high. Well, I'll, I'll get into this, but they're obviously pretty high-tech because, like, yeah, like, uh, a, lot, a lot of luxury cars, they have, like, a chip in the key, and, like, the car won't start unless it sees that chip, no matter what you do. Oh, you know what this... Yeah, there's a bunch of theft deterrent stuff. This reminds yeah. me of something. You know what a... It's called a, uh, a roll jam. You know what a roll jam is? Mm -mm. So, basically, since I'm in IT, I, I, I learned about all these electronic stuff. A roll jam is basically a little device you can make, mm -hmm. and you just go... What it does is when someone clicks the, uh, you know, the key fob to open up the door, mm -hmm. um, it will... It'll, it sends a, a, a sequential key, mm -hmm. and then this, this device will grab that key... And then, and then when they're not around, you can just retry. You could resend that key, and it'll trick the car to unlocking, and then you can control the car. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It cost you forty bucks to build one. Really? Yeah. 40, only forty dollars. This seems like a pretty dangerous tool to have for forty bucks. I actually wanted to build one and see if I could fucking unlock my own car. <laughs> I have zero interest in stealing cars because. Yeah, but then you, you know you're a tech guy. You just want to you know do it. I, just why? Because I can. I kind of want to fuck with my own car. You know, yeah. If I can unlock it, that kind of scares me. Yeah. But. Yeah, I was wondering if, if it's related to something like that. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, Sakai denies the charges. However, the other seven defendants admit to the charges. Among the stolen vehicles, valued at 1.5 billion yen. Holy shit, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Was it, like, 15 million? Not two zeros off? Yeah, 15 million. Fuck. That's a lot of money. Were models from Toyota's Lexus and Land Cruiser brands, police said... The thieves used special equipment to start the motors of the vehicles in carrying out the crimes. Okay, well, oh, there you go. There's your roll jam right there. <laughs> so it, it doesn't specifically say, but like, yeah, I, li I like your idea for the roll jam because I wouldn't know f shit from shit about stealing a luxury car. Either would I, but I, I just know that that's how they do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, the luxury cars, they've got theft deterrent stuff, so. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, so, Sean, Sean you're, you're going to like this next one. All right. <laughs> okay, maybe this is... Okay, well, this next one that uh, Tom found is... I think this is how we get our uh, panties in uh, Akiba. Yeah. It sounds like. So, according to the news headline here, it says, Accused burglar found with 700 pairs of women's underwear in Nagoya's residence. All righty. A 50-year-old uh, is in custody on suspicion of theft. <laughs> Was found in the, by police to have hundreds of pairs of women's underwear in his residence in Nagoya, reports TVSI. On Monday, at Achi uh, Prefecture, police uh, accused uh, Shiken Taniguchi of entering an apartment in the Midori Ward by smashing the window and stealing 20,000 yen in cash so, uh, sometime between May 3rd and May 5th. The suspect has admitted to, uh, has admitted to committing more than 500... Or 50, uh, 50 such burglaries. Taniguchi also... 50, man. So he's a career criminal. Yeah. Well, that's where you get your... Gotta get those panties. Fuck. He's like a fucking Pac-Man with panties. Jim, 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 jim. What the fuck are you gonna do with them all? I don't know. God only knows, dude. I don't know. I don't, I don't want one wear women's underwear, you know, like used panties. I, I don't know what why he wants fucking 700. A search of his residence uh, of the suspects located in uh, Tempaku Ward revealed about 700 pairs of the women... Of women's undergarments, including bras and panties. 
I wanted women's underwear, so I stole them. <laughs> All right. As one does. The suspect was quoted by police, according to uh, Nikon Sports. All right. Well, now you know where that mystery of the uh, panties come from. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, so that's what comes out of the vending machine. Fuck. Although... To be perfectly honest, if, if that's the way you're gonna do it, it, could be a pretty. It's not a very legal business. It'd be a pretty profitable business because like your overhead zero and you just like you know, a thousand yen per item. Did you hear about the shit that that they arrested some uh, shop owner uh, last year in Shinjuku or some shit like that? No, I didn't. What's what's going on with that? Oh, uh, he was selling fucking uh, uh, underage urine. Jesus. And tears. So I guess there was some sixteen-year-old girl that was uh, he he convinced her he, he was able to, he was able to persuade her I think he uh, kind of blackmailed her to for urine and tears, and then he would sell them, and he got arrested for that. That's pretty sick shit. Yeah, why the fuck would you want why? someone's urine? Especially some sixteen-year-old girl. Oh, it's just like that's all kinds of fucking wrong. Why? For what reason? And tears. What tears. Like, what the fuck? I, 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 I know people, like, make jokes about having a mug to drink their enemy's tears in, but, like, you know, it's it's a joke. It's hyperbole. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It doesn't literally mean I want to fucking drink my enemy's tears or their blood or whatever. Yeah, fucked. I don't know, man. That does remind me of the panty story. <laughs> the panty story. The panty thief. He's a collector. All right. Similar note. Train passenger detained for groping a woman and was found dead after fleeing. A man was detained for groping a woman on a train and was and was later found dead near Tokyo's Ueno station on Friday after fleeing from a police station. Or sorry, no, 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 sorry, station office where he had been brought for questioning. Police said. The body of the man in his 40s was found lying beside a commercial building. The police are investigating whether he fell from the building. Well, um. he did, so... <laughs> unless, I, unless, I don't know, is he decapitated? Maybe his head just fell off. I don't know. Yeah, usually heads don't usually fall off, but... Yeah. Well, it doesn't, doesn't say that. I'm just saying it per example. Uh... He had been brought to the station office by a female passenger in her 30s and complained he had grabbed her hand while sitting beside her on the Keihin Tohoku line. Her hand? Her hand. Okay. That's a little bit weird. I mean, that's weird and creepy and stalkery, but... Yeah, uh, it's not like grabbing could have been worse. Yeah, he could have grabbed other things, you know? Yeah, like, all right. Oh. Yeah. I, mean, like, I, don't, I don't know about you, but, like, you know, with my wife-to-be, I don't mind holding her hand, but I honestly, I'd rather grab other things in her body. Yeah? More fun. Well. Okay, and okay, he slipped out of the office shortly before one a.m. while others in the office were not looking, according to police. Yeah, these guys are competent, right? Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're fucking, fucking yeah. they're good guys. Yeah, just like stay right here, don't move. We'll, we'll be right, right back. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he pulled a runner. Several stations away on Keihin Tohoku Line the previous day, a man wearing a business suit jumped onto the train tracks from the platform of Shinbashi Station and ran away after a high school complained inside the train he had just groped her. Uh, Maybe the same guy. He's a serial groper. Yeah, I don't know about them gropers. I don't. It's fucked up. Who the fuck does that? People that are fucked up. Uh, what would you do if, like, you know, your your wife got groped on the train or something? I punch the shit out of that guy. I would too, man. I would fucking. No need to call the police. I'd take care of myself. I I wouldn't even think twice. I tell you one thing you don't do, is touch random chicks. Hmm. 
Oh, okay. Next one's on you. I mean, yeah, touching girls is okay as long as it's consensual. Oh, yeah. Touching girls is awesome if it's consensual. Yeah, if not, stay the fuck away. Details emerged about a killing of a girl, 17, before fire started in in residence. Uh, All right. Investigative sources with Tokyo Metro Police uh, have revealed that a teenage boy arrested on suspicion of killing his girlfriend likely drowned her. Uh, before setting her residence on fire earlier this month, reports NHK. Yeah. Alright, so you drown her, and then you just, like, fuck it and burn the house down? Yeah. Alright, well, that's... He's obviously trying to cover up the crime. Yeah, but she probably got a bunch of water in her lungs. Does it drown her? Like, I read it earlier. I thought he strangled her or something. No, see? It says drowned. drowned. Likely drowned. drowned. Huh. So, yeah. yeah. That's a picture of her. She's quite attractive. Yeah, well... That's unfortunate, man. Just what, like 17? Yeah. It's too fucking young to die. Just because they had a fight? Who the fuck does that, dude? This is this is not like an... This is, if he drowned her, like, that's not an accidental fucking killing. That's a brutal way of dying, Yeah, too. I mean, like, an accidental killing is like, oh, we were having a fight and I pushed her and she fell down a flight of stairs and broke her neck or something. Like, drowned her. Like, <laughs> that's kind of accidental. You, you've, you've got plenty of time to reconsider, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Jesus, according what, to... What, she want to break it off or something? He didn't take it the right way? What's going on? No, according to the sources, the results of the autopsy revealed that the lungs of... Oh, yeah, there you go, you see? The lungs have, uh, were found to contain water, an indication that she drowned. Exactly, just like I said. Mm-hmm. An exact cause of death, however, was not determined. Well, she probably drowned if that's... Yeah. You know. At 8.30 in the morning, May 4th, police found the body of Seto inside her burnt-out residence. Located in... Well, where the fuck were the parents during all this? That's kind of what I'm wondering. It says like they were on vacation or something. Really? It was during, yeah, it was during Golden Week. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess they... Yeah, I bet, I bet her parents really regret taking that trip now. No shit. Mm. On May 13th, the officers from uh, Shataya... <laughs> all right. The shitty police station, all right. Shataya arrested her boyfriend, 18, on charges of murder. He, he, he was sent... Um, to, he was sent prosecutors on Monday. But the thing is... You, you know how the justice system works in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, it's always 100% uh, conviction rate. You know that, right? No, no, it's not 100%. It's over 90. Well, it's almost 100. It's like 98 or something like that. Mm, it's it's over 90. It's it's over 90% if it goes to trial. But yeah, it's very Napoleonic. Here, you're considered guilty until proven innocent. Well, not only that, the way... They... And, 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 like, and, like, you say, you go up into court and you state your case, and you don't have a lawyer, like, to, like, represent you. You can, you can consult with a lawyer, but, you, like, a lawyer doesn't defend you in court. They don't allow that. Yeah, but then the, the reason why they, they arrest you, they're not going to arrest you unless they can get 100% conviction out of you, or a, a very high conviction. They don't... In Japan, they'll let criminals go, go if they can't... Uh, if they cannot guarantee a conviction. I wouldn't say guarantee, but, like, highly likely... No, yeah, no, and well, well, let's be honest. Like a lot of other stuff. Okay, like the groping stuff we read earlier. That that's that's considered a very serious allegation. But uh, like I say, like fist fights, like getting into a brawl with somebody. Even the, the usually what happens is the cops will come and they'll just say, look, you know, they'll they'll determine who started it. And basically, the you know the person that started it will write an apology letter, pony up some cash, and it's like it's done. It never goes. Well, it depends. If you're a foreigner and you hit a Japanese person, you're going to jail. Mm, Trust maybe, me. Maybe. I, 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 I have experience. Yeah. I, I one time I was at the I was all drunk and I went up to this dude and I thought he was my buddy and I just tapped him on like the chest. I was like, Hey, hey. 
And I'm like, oh, shit, dude, you're not my buddy. Sorry, man. And he grabbed my hand and took me to the Coban. Really? Yeah, and he's like, you're under arrest for assault. And then they got the, in the, in the Coban got all my ID, and they were going to charge me with assault. I'm like, dude, I didn't even touch this dude. All I did is tapped, his, tapped him because I thought he was my buddy. And, I, and I, my Japanese isn't that good, so I had to get my girlfriend at the time's brother to come out, try and do all this translation for me. And the cop's like, whoa. And the guy was all mad. He was all mad at me because I touched him. And he wanted to charge me with assault and all sorts of shit. And, the, and my buddy said, hey, look, look at the size of him and look at the size of this guy. If he wanted to hit him, that guy would be knocked out. Basically, if I hit the other guy, he'd be knocked out because he was, I was twice the size of him. And I go, and the cops are like, yeah, that's a good point. Mm. So then they let me go. But they wanted to charge me with assault, dude. And I didn't even do fuck all. Fucking shit, that's because they got any noise, but uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, it's a two parter, man. Did you? Oh, there's a two parter here? Yeah, yeah, there's more. Oh, all right. Yeah. According to police, the uh, suspect uh, assaulted Sato, the, a third year high school student, in the residence on May 3rd and 4th while her parents were away on the holiday. After setting the building on fire, he alerted emergency services about the blaze. The real winner. The source had the, the sources have also revealed that the body of the victim showed no signs of smoking. In, Inhal- inhalation. inhalation. Yeah, and st- and her and her back did not suffer burns. Both signs that she was likely dead before the fire started, according to Nippon News Network, May fifteenth. As well, as well, water is found in the bathtub of the residence, which also which have could been used to drown the victim. No, I'd say that's likely. Yeah. Uh, an examination of the security uh, camera footage taken in the area of the residence showed the suspect and victim arriving together around eight thirty p.m. May 3rd, he is seen again at the footage on early May 4th. During questioning the suspect, who is a classmate of the victim, admitted to the charges. I strangled her with my own... Oh, this is where he got the, hang, the strangling. I strangled her with my um, with my hands, and I set the building on fire, he told the police. However, he is now declining to comment about the incident. The boy suffered from smoke insulation, or in, inhalation in the incident. Well, too bad he didn't die, fucker. Mm. After being released from the hospital, police began interviewing him about the case. During the questioning, the suspect initially claimed that he had tried to save Sato from after the fire broke out. However, he yeah, he tried to save her by holding her head under the bathtub. Oh yeah, the water doesn't uh, catch fire. Yeah, there you go. The more water in your lungs, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. However, he he gradually admitted his involvement in the crime and question as the questions continued. That's pretty sad, man. It doesn't it doesn't say his name, does it? No. No. Probably because of the age? I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a big problem with that. Um, basically, you can commit serious crimes. And if, if you're under 20, you get a little slap on the wrist. Yeah, same with we're, 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 we're talking straight up, like rape, murder, whatever. You get a little slap on the wrist. No. But um, they, I, I don't know if it's changed yet. They, they, were, they were discussing, talking about, like, okay, if you're, eight, if you're 18 or if it's a really serious crime, they might just waive that. You're so fucking I, 18. You're an adult. Not in, not in this country though. I don't get that because in every other country you're eighteen, you're an adult. No, well, that's that's what they that's I'm I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it, that's the way it yeah, is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they they they've been they've discussed amending that. So maybe if you're younger and you commit a really serious crime, they might charge you as an adult. I don't know if that's gone through yet though. So hopefully it does in this case because he fucking straight up murdered his girlfriend. Yep, piece of shit. There's, there's been incidences where, like, you know, kids, like, ah, oh, like, I don't know, years ago, some um, some guy with a knife stabbed a couple of people and held a bus hostage with a knife. I think he was, like, 17. He got a little slap on the wrist, and away he went, and his name was never printed in the papers. Huh. 
Yeah. So there's you know, some pretty serious shit happened. Yeah, I see that's some, Japan doesn't have so much guns, but they certainly have a lot of uh, knifings. Yeah, and a lot of knifings and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I said, I got stopped that one time walking down in Shibuya, and the cops are like, do you have an exacto knife? No, what the fuck would I have an exacto knife for? Oh, can we search your bags? No. Oh, well, then you have an exacto knife. No, I don't have no fucking exacto knife. What do you need an exacto knife for? The fuck am I going to do with an exacto knife? Cut boxes? Exactly. Yeah, maybe you thought you were a box cutter. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but well, yeah, I was like, no, I didn't. I don't have no knives. And then. No, I've heard they target specific people. I've heard they target like uh, my friend Lexi was telling me like her hairstylist always used to get stopped because he's a Japanese guy. Where he's got like you know crazy well done up hair and always drip you know dresses in crazy fashion. He always got stopped. And what they're, what they're doing is they want to search him. They're looking for a blade, like pro- probably in his case scissors. So they, they just basically want to get their quote and write up a citation. Or I've heard they stop people in, like, Akiba because they, they're looking, you know, those otakus that are in the plastic models. They, they, they would probably have exacto knives. Well, I don't understand. Is it illegal to carry around a fucking exacto knife? They sell them at the 100 yen shop. Yeah, technically it is. It's over, if it, What is it? If it's over, like, I don't know, how many how many centimeters? But, yeah, it is. Which, again, is stupid because legally, how can you go to Don Quixote and buy a kitchen knife or an exacto knife right now and get it back to your place? You just have to have it shipped? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 my friend, that would be uh, operating under the assumption of this little thing called logic. Yeah. Oh, you're under arrest. What am I arrested for? Well, you're... Uh, transporting uh kitchen knives back home yeah um yeah but the, the thing being is they don't actually they don't, they don't actually arrest you i think it's just like a three thousand yen fine no really yeah uh same as smoking or non-smoking or it's a three thousand yen fine they're not gonna arrest you it's just a ticket you get a citation oh i can understand that but yeah, yeah. But still but they'll, they'll take your knife away <laughs> all right well like it yeah. <laughs> that could be really bad one of my one of my friends is he's like a serious chef was telling me like one, one a buddy of his who's like a really serious like professional chef bought like a he spent like a thousand bucks on a knife yeah. that'd be really bad if that got taken away <laughs> yeah well fucking there's some pretty nice knives in japan they got yeah. some high quality steel yeah they do especially when they if they're it's like a like a folded blade like the uh the swords mm. that's like that's easily a thousand bucks mm. Because they're super sharp. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Crazy, crazy stuff. All right, now let's move on to what I think is going to be your favorite article. All right. right. All right, hold on. This bad boy open. I actually didn't print it because it's on my laptop, but hold on. Oh. You have a printer? I do not. Oh, yeah. where do you get this stuff printed? School? Work. Uh. I abuse my office privileges. Okay. All right, hold on. Oh, come on, this thing's going slow. But, uh, yeah. So, Japanese porn star looks like a child. That's fucked up, dude. I know, dude, it is fucked up. Producer and actor Kohei Nishi has starred in such classics as... uh, This is... I'm, I'm quoting, this is the actual title... Having sex in the magic mirror box car with a female college student with F-cup breasts who wants to be a kindergarten teacher. That's quite the fucking title. That is the fucking title. Every so often, maybe once a decade, someone enters the adult cinema world demanding your attention. Perfectly sculpted Adonises and vampy sex spots with... Acrobatic anal skill offer reliable organisms, but 
It's outliers of the adult world who truly cap. It's the outliers of the adult world who truly captivate us, staying in our minds for the long haul. Probably staying other places as well. I was first introduced to Kohei Nishi through a link sent to me, going by the title of "Japanese Porn Prodigy Looks 12. <laughs> that is so fucked up, dude. Uh. uh after one of the riskier clicks of my adult life, I discovered a trove of vids containing uh, an adult man who looks like a boy being babied, nursed, and otherwise coddled by buxom women, but sorry, buxom women, before he and another guy fucks them. I decided I needed to know more about this mystery bad child. <laughs> With some help from Vice, Japan's Hideki Kobayashi. I asked the rising porn star sensation known as Nishikun about his struggles, aspirations, and the the good his porn is doing for the world. Good porn's in for the world? <laughs> the good his porn is doing for the world. All that is right. a direct quote. This, this, okay, this interview has been linked to... Okay, actually, before we get to that... All right, what do you see here, man? Here's a picture of the dude. He looks like he's fucking... I don't know, like 10 or 12... He does, dude. He looks really fucking young. His face looks a little older, but his yeah. body looks young. That's so fucked up, dude. That is, it is fucked, right? And Oh, and then he's got... How do you say? He's got, like, kind of... Like, I don't know. He's got a little bow tie and almost like a school schoolboy uniform on with the shorts. Ugh. Fuck, his dick must be small. It must be. Actually, no. I, I, he's a dwarf. I've heard that. I've heard that, actually, for, by some weird joke of nature, that that's actually normal length, and the rest of the body just hasn't caught up. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. Okay, let's clear up the age thing. How old are you? Okay, okay, I'm reading the interview. Okay, I am 24 years old. How tall are you? I am 190 centimeters, 3'6". How did you first start doing these types of videos? Were you recruited, or did you conceive the idea? The answer is, I became drinking buddies with Kei Morikawa, a Japanese mainstream film porn director. He introduced me to Ganari Takahashi, an entrepreneur of the porn industry. Mr. Takahashi let me produce my first porn video after I gave a presentation with it to him. He evaluated it saying, quote, it is very unique. Nobody has made this, these kind of videos yet except you. Then I became the first exclusive director for... The first exclusive director for Soft On Demand, one of the largest porn conglomerates in Japan, which is founded by Mr. Takahashi. Fuck. I know, right? Alright. There's so much things wrong with that. I know, I know, dude. Like, I'm re you know, certainly. Like, I don't understand why some dude wants to fucking jerk off to watching some kid, uh, some pseudo kid fuck some nurse. I know, dude. I'm, I'm trying to get, like, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, computer's running a little bit slow, but I'm trying to get my head around that. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know, man. But, yeah. What, stop it. Fuck, dude. This thing's running slow, man. Sorry, I have to read this off my laptop. Did you intentionally market yourself as someone who looks like a child? Are you aware of uh, what your appeal is on, on, the, on the market? Yes. There's no one. There's no one who is an adult and looks like a kid more than me. Yeah. Explanation point. <laughs> and not just in the porn industry. You cannot cast actual kids sometimes in non-pornographic content. So I'd like to fill that market. I'd like to fill that gap in the market as well. 
Yeah, I'm sure for all these like kids TV shows, they'd love to have a fucking porn actor pop oh, up. Yeah, fucking yeah, fucking mommy, mommy, who's that? <laughs> I saw him at Daddy's secret place. You know the where where he's got all the DVDs with the ladies with big boobs. Yeah, right. <laughs> what is the condition you have with your health concerns and difficulties uh, that come with it? I was diagnosed with. Holy fuck. Mucopolysaccharidosis. I don't even fucking know this. A, pro- a progressively incurable disease. At a bone marrow trans- transplant, and it stopped the development of the disease. It was a miracle because it is said that the remedy has no effect. <coughs> Having said that, once you get the symptoms, you don't recover. Moreover, I've got some after effects of from rhabdomyosarcoma. Coma and a brain tumor I was diagnosed with when I was three years old. Jesus Christ! Yeah, the shitty life. Yeah, that's pretty rough. So I have had some physical difficulties. I don't get any taller. I cannot stand on my own feet for more than five minutes. I cannot open a plastic bottle. I hardly hear in my left ear, and so on. Yet I have become used to my condition because I have lived with it since I was little. Though sometimes I need somebody's help. I can always handle these difficulties with my knowledge. For example, I can open a plastic bottle with a pair of nippers. <laughs> nipples or nippers? Nippers. Well, maybe he's opening with a pair of nipples. <laughs> my only anxiety is about my neck. It's so weak, so I may be paralyzed from the neck down if I damage my spinal cord. But I believe I could get over it, that with difficulty. I try not to worry too much because it can't be helped. I'll consider what I do when I am paralyzed. No, don't Jesus, be eating, man. Don't be eating all, that, all that pussy and you might, you might hurt your neck. You know what? I gotta be honest. Like, I think this guy's awesome because he's, he's born He's born with a shitty situation. He's just making the most of his situation where, you know, he gets, you know, he gets to porn it up and bang a bunch of hot chicks. Like, I think that's kind of awesome. You don't think so? I'd do it. I would do it, man. The guy was... Dude, let's be honest. The guy was dealt a really shitty hand in life. He's just making the most of it. Yeah, why not? He gets to, dude, he gets to fucking hottie porn stars with F-cups. Have you ever wondered whether or not your videos are providing a public service that is preventing actual child from children from being harmed? Oh, God, here we go. I was once told that, quote, your videos seem dangerous as you look like a kid on the screen. But I have considered that my works prevent children from being sexually abused, just like war movies and shooter games can contribute to peace. Uh, all right. <coughs> all right. All right, Call of Duty, blow people's heads <coughs> off. All right, I'm good. I don't need to kill no one. Yeah. <coughs> Are there any challenges or limitations to what you, you can do during one of these video performances? I don't have any limitations or difficulties with my height. As I mentioned, I cannot stand on my feet for a long time, but usually porn shoots are, are done while I am on a bed, so I have little problem with it. Although it has nothing to do with my disabilities, it is very difficult to get an erection when you are surrounded by many people and directing a sh- your show crew. Yeah, I can get that. That's why I have Stage Viagra. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what Viagra is for. Have there been any video shoots where you were injured? No, there haven't. But I get very strong muscle pains after every vis- video shoot, from all the fucking humping. <laughs> Bow wow. What is the okay? Here we go. What is the favorite video? Your favorite video you've done? I have a soft spot for my first video. Nice to meet you. I am Nishikun, a hundred nine, hundred nine centimeter porn director featuring Mao Hamasaki. Is that the title of the movie? Yes. 
Jesus Christ. They get really like, fucking descriptive, right? So I guess no one can accuse them of false advertising, right? So the, Because the fucking descriptions are so damn long. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. What happened to, like, Hot Sluts Part 2, like in yeah, North America? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Young kid bangs old bitch. Yeah, so something like that, right? Yeah. Straight to the point. Okay, but from the point of view of the audience, my best work would have, would have been... Having sex in the magic mirror boxcar with a female college student with F-cup breasts who wants to be a kindergarten teacher. That's a fucking porn title. Reminds me of Lost in Translation, that scene where they're, that, that, the, the director is like going off and the chick goes, uh-huh, uh-huh, and then goes to the guy, turn your head and look into the camera. And he's like, is that all, is that all he said? <laughs> um, because it's very erotic and interesting and I'm the only person who can make it. This guy, this guy seems pretty happy, despite having like you know shitty health problems. I think he seems he seems like he's legitimately enjoying his life. Well, what, what cracks me up though is that how he met the porn director, or porn buddy, by drinking. So he's got all these. He's sitting there at a bar with all these health problems. He's sitting there and just slamming back drinks too. Wouldn't you, dude? I would be. I mean, fuck it, dude. If you if if you dealt with the health problems, you might as well enjoy life. What are you gonna do? Fucking box yourself up in your apartment and be a hermit? No, but. You're not. You're not. To, you're kind of contributing to your health problems by getting all shit faced. But maybe. I don't know. I'm not one to talk about that. Okay. What do you like and dislike most about directing and acting in these videos? I am happy with being a porn director as I can express my feeling in my works. As a porn actor, I can I can make use of my strengths. <laughs> all right. That's why I decided to act on screen. Now I have valuable experiences and also enjoy the slander against me. So I'm happy I got involved in the industry. I have no problem with my career. How has being in porn affected your off-screen love life? Thanks to that, I now have more opportunities to be asked for a date by ladies. Nice. Interesting. Hey, I saw your video, uh, F Cup uh, Teacher, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Hey, you want to go on a date? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so some, some lonely woman was watching porn. She saw this, you know, this, like, you know, little kid, you know, little kid lookalike in there, and went, hmm. Mama wants some of that. Oh, this fucked up, dude. How often are you recognized on the streets? What are your fans like? Have you ever been? Have there ever been any scary encounters with them? I frequently feel someone looking at me. Pe people don't often call out to me here in Tokyo. I wonder why. <laughs> Yet I have received a lot of messages on the internet. I think that I am popular among the youth in their late teens to mid twenties. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> and I also have a large number of female fans. Sometimes I, I uh, receive emails saying bad things about me, but I have never had scary encounters since I am rarely approached by fans in the street. <coughs> well, no shit. Like, honestly, even if you didn't like the guy, even if you hated the guy, are you going to, like, approach and beat up a midget on the street? Fuck. No, yeah. Hey, you fucking little guy. Let me kick you in the face. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, I, like, one of, my friend, one of my good friends when I was in university, he was blind. Yeah. And, like, he, he had a smart mouth. And there's a couple of times he said some really fucking shitty things that pissed me off. But, like, you're not going to be the guy that punches a blind man, right? Yeah, you're not going to be well-liked after that. Yeah, exactly. You just don't do that. So, yeah, fair enough. What were you doing before your porn career? What'd you like to do after? Before starting my porn career, I used to work as a computer programmer for a year and a half at a company... And then for a half year later, as a freelancer, I'd like to perform not erotic dramas and movies and American porn in the future. American porn, <laughs> This nice. guy's got it all fucking lined up. Yeah, I don't think they're going to allow that in North America. No, there's some legalities about being yeah. under 18 or pretending to be as well. Yeah. 
Okay. Do you have any words of advice for men who are unhappy with their height and feel it affects their romantic prospects? There are a lot of factors that harm your charm. I like that, harm your charm. Nice. It's a good line. And actually, your height doesn't affect it much. You just attribute your unpopularity to your height and ignore other factors. If you face reality, increasing your prospect, your strengths and improving your weaknesses, you'll become more popular with the ladies. I don't know, man. Like, I gotta say, like, what, I'm like 6'3", and like, I, th- I would say height's definitely helped me out with the ladies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of girls are into the taller dudes. Especially in Japan. Yeah, yeah, they love that shit. You're a rarity. Yeah. Oh, no, Gojira! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the girls I, I attract, though, like, mm, how do, I just, they, they, basically, the, the, the girls I attract, they're looking for big macho tough guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how it is. And that's, that's fine. And the girls that like me are the ones that like the nerds. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. You're kind of, you're kind of a fucking hard-ass yourself. Um, yeah, you know what? We're going to throw one... we got time. We're going to throw one more news story in here because like, I, I saw this one right before you came over and I just couldn't resist. So it's like a seven... Well, this is gonna this is gonna hit home for both you and me. But uh, as crime dries up, J- Japan's police hunt for things to do. Oh boy! Yeah, I know. I know this is gonna be like thing for you. You want you want to take this one? Sure. There we go. The steak the stakeout last week. Er, the stakeout lasted a week, but it paid off in the end. The uh, tireless police of Kagoshima, a sleepy city in the far south of the country. Watch the unlocked car, watch the unlocked car day and night. It was parked outside a supermarket and contained a case of malt beer. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. They put a fucking case of malt beer in a car and hoping that someone's going to break into it. It was a fucking sting operation, I know, right? Fucking like hardcore high tech, right? Yeah, all right. I like. Uh, it's not like we have our. Ba- have you seen bait cars in North America? Oh, I've heard of them. So they basically just like uh, they do a scene where like uh, two cops, there's two undercover cops, and they get in an argument, and then they fuck off, and then they leave the car, like the keys in the car, and then they wait for someone to break in or to steal it. Yeah, yeah, and they always do it in like really shitty neighborhood. They always yeah, yeah. leave a really nice car in like a really shitty neighborhood. Yeah, so, yeah. so eventually somebody will hop in, take it for a ride. And, you know, ten minutes later, like everything goes off. Yeah, exactly. They arrest them. But this, which is which is a really shitty thing to do, it's kind of entrapment when you think about it. Yeah, well, you know, you you you, you open up a situation. That will, someone that's, you know, doesn't have, let's say, the money. That's where it basically boils down to. Because they, mm. they, 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 they don't have money, and they see a car like, fucking A, that's money in my pocket. Mm. And then, you know, it's a shitty situation, but this, this is just fucking hilarious. This is just fucking ridiculous, right? This is how, this is how fucking free, and, you know, how much fucking free time the worthless police here have. Finally, uh, uh, finally, uh, uh. A passing middle-aged man decided to help himself. Five policemen instantly pounced, nabbing one of the city's few remaining lawbreakers. Remaining lawbreakers. All right. Well, I'm glad five cops beat the piss out of that uh, middle-aged man. I'm sure he deserved it. Oh, yeah. He was asking for it. Japan's cluttered streets not always pretty, but they are remarkably safe. Well, you got that right. Mm-hmm. You can walk down the street, drunk out of your tree, and fall asleep on the street and not have an issue. I, I never had an issue when I'd done that. I remember one time I got drunk and fell in Shibuya here, and I passed out in front of the fucking the, uh, shop, and 9.30 in the morning I woke up to people walking over top of me to get through the door. Really? They didn't surprised want to, they, I was surprised they didn't call the cops, because usually the cops will just tell you to say, be like, hey, you're interfering with the business, just leave. Yeah, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't arrest you. 
They yeah. just probably just wake you up and say, "Look, man, you're just you're interfering with the business. Could you please move along?" I had that happen too. Yeah, I passed it a few times on the street, but mm. I never had an issue. Japan's clear are not always pretty. Crime rates have been falling for thirteen years. The murder rate is zero point three, or zero point three per hundred thousand people is among the lowest in the world. In America, it's almost four. See the chart, which you can't. <laughs> a single gun slaying was recorded in the whole, in the all of two thousand fifteen. Jesus. Even Yakuza gains, a potent, uh, potent part of the criminal force, have been weakened by tougher laws in old age. Yeah, so the problem is with Japan is that they have too many cops and not enough no, crime. nothing to do. Yeah. And honestly, the cops are worthless. Because how, how many times have you been stopped on a bicycle and go, ooh, I need to see your ID? And fuck off. Yeah. Don't you have better things to do? Like, yeah, or, or, or stopping random guys on the street. Like, it just happened to be you and me a bunch of times and go, I want to search you, I want to search you. And like, no, I know my rights. Yeah, I, uh, like... And, and what are they afraid of? I'm going to carry around a fucking exacto knife? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. All right. The article continues. Yet far from being pensioned off, the police are growing in numbers. Beat cops, usually uh, colloquial known as uh, Omawari-san, Mr. Walkaround, are a fixture in most neighborhoods. Japan has over 259,000 uniformed police officers, 15,000 more than a decade ago. Jesus Christ. When crime rates were far higher. What the fuck, Japan? Yeah, the logic there is a little... You, you, you actually think that they decrease the police force with low crime. Yeah. The ratio of officers to population is very high, especially in Tokyo. No shit. Home to the world's biggest metropolitan police force. A quarter bigger than the one protecting New York. Holy shit. I'm from Chicago, man. We're having some problems there. Maybe we, maybe we could take a note or two from this. I'll say. Yeah, no shit, right? The fucking the, the the police force is bigger than is a quarter bigger than in New York. Jesus. This means plenty of attention for crimes that would be considered too petty to investigate elsewhere, such as the theft of a bicycle or the possession of a tiny amount of drugs. One woman describes how. How five officers crowded into her cramped apartment after she reported her knickers being sort of panties. Jesus Christ, you fucking Brits. Panties. <laughs> knickers. Knickers. Being swiped from the clothesline. A small army of detectives was assigned last year to apprehend a group of 22 people who had been growing marijuana for personal use only and smoking it in deserted rural spots. Was that that famous, there was a famous actress Tomoko told me about that uh, got busted with uh, growing marijuana. Oh, dude, they're, they're always getting busted, dude. This is... They're not celebrities here are different from you know that different from celebrities back in the states, man. I mean, they're always doing drugs and this and that. Yeah. yeah. Difference difference being is usually in the states they'll have like you know they'll hire a team of lawyers and like they'll get like probation a little slap on the wrist. The difference here is like usually they throw the book at them. It's pretty fucking hardcore. Well, usually in the states they they throw them in a rehabilitation. Yeah, they usually get rehab or something. Yeah. You know, really light sentence. But here, they're, they're fucked. They're pretty much their career's done. Well, look at Laura, Lindsay Lohan. She was fucking high on coke, driving a car, I think mm-hmm. wasted, and all she got was like 30 days probation or some shit like that. Yeah. Something ridiculously low. Well, she's a celebrity. She can just throw money at it, an army of lawyers appears, and they, you know, get her a really good deal. Yeah, you do that here, you're 20 years in jail. What, what about fucking Justin Bieber? Like, what, what was he, like... Him and his friends, like, blocked off the street so they could drag race, like, you know, Lamborghinis or some shit. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He, he was drunk and high or something. And some he got shit. caught. And he got busted. Like, yeah. He got, got caught red-handed, and he was a complete cock to the police officer that arrested him. Yeah. 
And and he, he, got a, he got a little slap on the wrist. Yeah, pretty much nothing happened. It's nice to have money in it. And not, not only that, when they interviewed him, like he was a complete twat about it too. Yeah, he was completely unrepentant. So yeah, I think uh, I think he needs daddy's belt is what he needs. A little fucking smart a little twat. Yeah. Well, you see, that's what happened because he he grew up without daddy. Yeah. See. Yeah. That's what happens, right? Yeah. Fathers hang around. Don't abandon your kids. Yeah. Hey, I'm a father, and I ain't going to abandon my kid. Well, you're a good man, man. Because you got to fucking raise that boy to be a fucking man. That's right. That's right. All right. Um, in fact, as police run out of things to do, they are becoming more inventive about what constitutes a crime, says Kanako Takayama of Kyoto University. In one recent case, they arrested a group of people who had shared the cost of renting a car, deeming the arrangement an illegal taxi. Oh, my fucking God. Well, you heard about that two years ago in Rapungi where they arrested a bunch of people for dancing after 11 o'clock. Oh, that was different, though. That was an old law from, like, post-World War II. Yeah, 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 I know. No, that, that's, that law has been in the books forever. Like, it's just, it just they stopped enforcing it. Well, they yeah, enforced it. Yeah, it was bullshit. Yeah, we talked about that before. It's bullshit. Yeah, but they enforced it a couple of years ago and 20 well, people no, got arrested. No, no, now it's gone. No, they, they, they busted they busted it out of several places. It, that, that law is gone, though. They changed that last year. Good. It was, it was a pisser. No, I didn't like it because it was really only enforced in Roppongi. I guess the, the police chief of Roppongi had a bug up his ass about it, so he decided they were going to crack down on that. And all the fucking shit and the dregs from Roppongi trickled down and came in and like started coming in Shibuya and Shinjuku and all the other places. And was like, fuck off. Take your ass back to Roppongi. You're not welcome here. Your Roppongi sucks. Yeah, Roppongi's bullshit. Hmm. Yeah, it was an illegal taxi. Some prefectures have been cross- prosecuting people who ride their bicycles through red lights. Prosecuting, eh? Prosecuting. You can't get a ticket for that one, eh? Yeah. Jesus. In 2015, a man was arrested for scribbling Adolf Hitler mustaches onto posters of Shinzo Abe, the Prime Minister. Jesus. <coughs> Ms. Takeyama says detectives have started appearing without permission on university campuses to monitor, quote-unquote, troublesome students. That's troublesome. <laughs> Disagree with what they say? <laughs> one reason why police are going after cyclists may be... Uh, maybe to make up for a city fall and driving offenses. Both drivers and cyclists can avoid fines by signing up for remedial training at certified driving schools. Fucking training for a bicycle? Yep. Yeah. The fuck you get on it? You, you this, pedal. This is, this is how fucking ridiculous it is. Which are often staffed by retired officers. No, it's uh, Colin Jones of Doshisha University. Doshisha. Doshisha. Interesting name. Uh, 15 years ago, police at Ho- in Hokkaido in Japan's sparsely populated north Conspired, conspired with Yakuza gangsters to smuggle guns into the country so they can meet quotas for finding them. Oh, so come on in, bring your guns, and then we'll arrest you for it. Yeah, pretty much. That, that reminds me of the time that... Wow. They, I like the time that the cops lost uh, 10 pounds of marijuana at the airport. You remember that? No, I didn't, I didn't hear that one. You didn't hear that one? So th- this is hilarious. So they wanted to test their new fucking cop dogs. So they randomly put a 10 pounds of marijuana in someone's suitcase... And the cop dogs didn't fucking find it. <laughs> and it fucking went through. So Buddy went to his hotel room and unpacked his bag and found 10 pounds of marijuana in there. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so he called the police and the police came and they're like, oh yeah, that was actually ours for a test. Like, oh yeah, our bad. Yeah, so they didn't arrest him or nothing, but he was scared shitless. That was fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because they're really confident here, let me tell you. Well, my buddy, he... Uh, he was he, he him and I were in Shibuya one time, and uh, he got drunk and uh, 
he wanted to get back to his home station, and this was like two o'clock in the morning. So, anyways, he found this bike that was that was like had two flat tires. It was rusted out. The chain was off. So he thought it was abandoned, shitty old bike. So he threw the chain back on it, jumped on top of it. He literally rode it for half a, half a minute. He just got on it and started pedaling, and six cops came around and arrested his ass. So it was a sting. It was a sting. And real fucking high-profile criminals are catching here. Oh, yeah. Uh. And he said, well, I thought this was an abandoned bike. And they're like, nope. They took him down to the cop shop. He had a fucking for four hours. They were drilling him. And then they made him sign a confession. And then, then he was there. It was he asked for a translator, and they didn't want to give it to him because of the time. Well, so well, he should have refused. He would have said no. He doesn't know. Yeah, he should have. But he should have been like, no, translator, no, lawyer, that's what translator, I would have done. no. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> real, real big criminal there. Yeah. Uh, the hunt for things to do may be sometimes beneficial. Yeah, not likely, as we previously discussed. The number of cases reported of children being abused at home has almost doubled since 2010. What? Oh, reported, okay. Despite the declining birth rate, this suggests that police are increasingly vending, uh, intervening in the domestic sphere, which they used to avoid. Even critics of Japan's justice system, a.k.a. us and several others with functioning brains, accept that it gets a, that, that it gets a lot right. Uh, I don't know about that. Rates of recidivism are low, and a great deal of effort is made in to keep young offenders out of the prison system. Police work with parents to keep young people on the straight and narrow. Adults are incarcerated at a far lower rate than in most rich countries, 45 per 100,000, compared with Britain, uh, which is at 146, and the United States was 666. 666! Yeah, because, you know, well, not only that, America just loves throwing people in jail. Yeah, well, fuck Especially you. non-violent drug offenders. Well, there's profit involved. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. For, yeah. Don't get me started for those. <laughs> They're fucking terrible. They're the ones that should be in jail. All right. Yeah, police are oddly ineffective. Yeah, no shit. Even though there are so many officers and so few crimes, they involve less than thirty percent. They they solve less than thirty percent of them. Again, competence. Confessions are often made under duress. Just like I said. Yep. Form the basis of most criminal prosecutions. The courts dismissed the case of a beer thief in Kagoshima despite all the work that went into it. Nice. Japan is almost crime-free, not thanks to the police, says Yoshihiro Yasuda, a campaigning lawyer, but because people are police themselves. That's kind of an interesting point. Well, they do. The Japanese do have like a very, how do you say, like a very, very good sense of community. Yeah, so they do kind of look out for each other. Well, I'll tell you one thing: if you lose your wallet in Japan, you're ninety nine percent of the time you're going to get it back. Yep, I lost my wallet once, and I got it back with all the cash still in it. I'm surprised you didn't get extra cash in it. Oh, I'm sorry that you lost your wallet. Here's an extra hundred bucks for you. Yeah, um, uh, I, I was fucked up, and I was in Shiba, but like, yeah, I I I, I, I drank way too much, and it was just a mess, and it, it must have fallen out in the train, and within a couple of days, I got it back with all the cash in, and. When I went over to the police station to pick it up, I said, can I get the contact information of the person that, like, gave me, like, turned in the wallet? Because I'd like to thank them. And they're like, no. They want to remain anonymous. I was like, well, shit, I would have given them a little bit of money or something. Or at least yeah. a thank you or dinner or something. But yeah. okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, th- I think I told this story last night. A couple months ago, I was seeing, like, uh, I was at a club event. I was seeing one of my uh, friends playing. I went in the toilet to take a piss. And, like, I noticed a wallet on the ground. And just, like, picked it up. Didn't even open it. I just fucking took it, ran it upstairs to the bar and was like, somebody drop this, yo. 
Because I, I told myself, after that experience, after fucking losing my wallet, like, you know, and I got it back with a cash in, like, I, if I ever find a fucking wallet again, I'm fucking turning it in. Ah, uh, dude, it's, it's the right thing to do, man. I found a wallet on the, like I was telling you last night, I found a wallet in the, in the toilet, uh, on the plane over here. And that buddy's just coming over to Japan and he loses his wallet. And like, that's his money probably because I didn't look inside. But his credit card, I would assume, and shit. Yeah. You know, his ID. You know, that's not going to be a fucking fun trip. So yeah. what do I do? I grab it and and I and I found him because he, he's standing up looking for his wallet. And I'm like, I believe you lost your wallet. He goes, oh, thank you very much. It's like, it's, dude, what the fuck do I want your money for? I got my own money. Mm, exactly, yeah, man. It's called karma, man. Yeah, karma, yeah. So karma. pass it along, pay it forward or whatever they want to say. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I believe in that if you don't fuck anyone over, you chance are you're not going to get fucked over. We would hope not, man. But yeah, I think I think that's a that's a good show. I think that's good for now. Cheers, buddy. Right, Thanks cheers. for helping me out with this one. No I worries. hope you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, good times. Anytime we can drink beer and talk shit and read about the dumb shit going on in the news is always a good time, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Right, I guess. Vaders, thank you once again for tuning out, tuning okay. tuning in, and we're tuning out. Bye bye, and, and see you next week. And thanks, Tom, for having me on the show, buddy. No problem. Cheers. Peace out. I got an hour and twenty eight minutes. Fuck the battery on this phone's awesome.